When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. to GM. We're the podcast that answers your questions to help you feel more comfortable playing games around your table. I'm your DM, Russ Moore from Dungeons and Dragons. And I'm your GM, Sean Howard from The End of Time and Other Bothers. Today we have an email, Sean. Beep, 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 Emails. We do. This is from Joreen and uh, it is an epic one. This might be a whole episode. So I will read it. Hey. Uh, Hi, Russ and Sean. A year ago, my long-running campaign went bust because I didn't enjoy running it anymore. Now I want to start a long-running campaign again. How do I make sure my players can finish my awesome story without me feeling like they need to hurry up and finish this already so I can start my next one? How do you... Here's like the crux of it. How do you keep patiently waiting until they pick up the gems you planted? And again, this... uh, Thank you. Uh, This is from Joreen. Well, Russ, you are in year what? Six of your campaign? Uh, seven. Five? You're seven. Seven? You're seven. You're seven. Yeah. Can you think back? Uh, can you think back to any notes or any ideas that you had in season one? Because you started, <laughs> yeah. you were, you started playing. Might not be fair because you started playing. What was it called? What's the Rise name? Rise of, of the... Tiamat, which is a published, right. yeah, one of the early published adventures from Wizards of the Coast. Right, designed to be maybe. Uh, uh, 15, 20 sessions. Probably, Uh, probably, yeah, safely, yeah. Yeah, and we're going into year seven. So this may not be a fair question because you... You didn't. You've now left that team, but you played. I think Rise of Tiamat for is it five years, six? Uh, six. So, uh, backstory on how that works. So, Rise of Tiamat is part of Tyranny of Dragons, which is two modules. So, around the table before we started recording, we played Horde of the Dragon Queen, which is the first part. Um, We played that for about two years. Um, then we moved into Rise of Tiamat, which is all of season one, which we played for another two and a half years. So five years total. With such an epic ending. Such an epic ending. But th- at, when, we were, yes. when we were going through that first part, I was still very new. Like I had played previously. I had run little one shots, that sort of thing. But I was very new at a long campaign. So I stuck pretty to the book. As we got into the first season of Dungeons, which was Rise of Tiamat, I wanted to, we, well, we started it, so it made sense for us to finish it. But throughout, I started picking up 
and developing my own style and my own kind of want and needs for storytelling as we were going through. So I started dropping my own little nuggets, but then having to course correct throughout the whole thing, because if we didn't, it would take us 18 years to finish Rise of Tiamat because of all these other little things. Um, So I totally get having different or better or however you want to describe them ideas throughout a long campaign. Um, It came down to what was what were our goals? Our goals were to have a a start to finish adventure that we established and fighting uh, uh, Tiamat at the end was a pretty big payoff mm-hmm. um, for our characters that I didn't want to just pull the cord on. Right. So all of these things, I just, I, I, in, I put them in, they, there was a little one shot around them maybe, and then took them away and said, you know, yep. this, this bad guy or, or person ran away and now they're going to scheme for the next time that they're able to. But it's hard once you find an idea that's just even a little bit better, you think, than what you're currently playing to be able to do that. Um, But I used them to fill up a binder of all sorts of great, crazy ideas that I could then take and build out what we're playing in now. That is 18 storylines all converging simultaneously. It's a mess, but I love it. There is a level of patience that comes along with it. If there's something, if it's, if what you're planning for is in world though, you can plant the nuggets of the, of the things that you're working towards as you finish the thing. The other, the other side of it too, is if you're not enjoying it anymore, are your players enjoying it still? Yeah. If you're in a campaign that nobody is enjoying, ask that question, say, is everybody still having fun? If the answer is majority they're probably not going to say no because they don't want to hurt your feelings. But if the majority is like, yeah, we're, we're doing okay, you know? Yeah, I often frame the question as, hey, everyone, we, we're having, we're, we can keep going down this path um, and head towards the things we've been heading towards. Yeah. But I'm just wondering if it, if it might be fun to do X. And I'd love to get your input and see what happens. The X could be start up a new campaign with with a new idea i have pitch the idea the the x could be uh take the current table and just take it in a new direction like right just uh but you can always that because russ is right if you ask people are you having fun um it's hard for them to say no because they don't want to they don't want to hurt your feelings Uh, yeah and it's also really hard for a table to approach you and say they're not having fun um i've gone through that recently and it's really hard for players to do that because there's also a, a friendship, right? Yeah. That at play. And I promise Joreen, we're going to get to your question. It's a great question, it's, it's, but there's so many layers to this. And I think Russ, what Russ just explained talks about Russ is trying to take a campaign that was in a book originally, like follow this. So it was a, it was a complete idea that needed to have an ending. Yeah. But Russ had all these other ideas. <laughs> Russ wanted to move on and it, and now Russ is moving on them at year five or six, starting year six, really moving on a whole new arc and a whole new thing that was, I don't want to give anything away because it's so good, uh, but the the roots of it were planted far earlier, yes. right? Just oh, yeah. as side quests in this like, world. Yeah, they're... Yeah. Yeah. If you look at it on an episode by episode or session by session structure, like dungeons, there's there's seeds that I've planted in like episode, season one, episode 13, that I'm now just within the last 20 episodes getting to so more than a hundred sessions later 
I don't want to make it sound like that's a long payoff, but that is a long payoff for that not is. only for running the table, but for um, people listening, right? Coming back to those little seeds and things, it's starting, it's all, I mean, it's all worthwhile, obviously, that's how we're going to sell that. Um, but it's, it's hard to sit on an idea for a long time. Well, but I think that's the key. So, during think about rather than my first question is rather than having to scrap the current table could you take your idea and 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 what would happen if your idea happened in the current world and at first right if i don't know i get the sense you might be like a story person right You'd be like no this idea is so different but one of the coolest things about uh stories and creation like coming from my point of view where I also, right? I, yep. Russ and Russ's point of view, we both work on multiple story universes right now, right? If you haven't listened to Facing Fate, it is the best thing ever, not just because I'm on it. Um, now, yeah. coming. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, but it is, it's amazing. But there's all these story universes that are happening that we both work on. And sometimes taking an idea that seems incongruent with another idea leads to something really epic. Not always. So, one of the ways to have patience is what Russ was just explaining, and that's to start putting in teasers now. Don't wait. Like if, if, if you could start to do that, suddenly you're building your next thing while you're still letting your players finish the current thing, maybe. Because there was a point at which, as a listener of Dungeons, I was like, they're never going to get to TMS, <laughs> right? Like, I was like, clearly, this has, like, been a big, like, it's like in a movie where you're being built up, built up, built up, and then suddenly it doesn't happen. That could be super fun. Like, like you could sense it coming, uh, and, and there's nothing wrong with that in the story. So, even more so if you build it up, build it up, build it up. Like, that's comedy, right? Then something you don't expect happens. Um, like, TMAT comes out as a little baby, you know, a baby yeah, That's right. Um, and is their friend. Uh, Do you go back in time we'll and kill the, baby we'll, but we'll rule, yeah. Right, but we'll rule the world evilly yeah. when it's fully grown, but now it's just a cute little baby yeah. dragon that's with the party. Sort of like a little dagger that they were carrying. Um, <clears throat> that's still there. <laughs> <laughs> I keep waiting for it to. Okay. So, but you see, like, I, I was just throwing out, like, this dagger idea is something Russ introduced, and, and now it's just waiting to become an, another thing. So one of the ways that you can have patience is to not wait. I know that sounds crazy, uh, but start to just play with ideas that you want to so that you could maybe explore this new story idea with your existing table. Um, yeah. Now, if your new story idea demands that they be babies player level one, there's another solution. And Russ is doing it right now. You run Two. Two campaigns. No, you, you can. Yeah. It, uh, a lot of people don't like to run two with the same table. Um, I took that and said, to heck with that. And I'm doing it anyways. But you can. You can continue your current storyline. And then like every other week, run this new one. Start with new characters. Along the way, you could find that everybody is much more invested in the new one or much more invested in the oh, old so one. So much. No, the new. Oh, Oh, they are just such cute little such sweet cute babies. Little babies. Um, but you'll find what you like and 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 dislike about both, and you may find naturally your table leans towards one, and then you just phase out the other as you go. Or bring it back once in a while for fun, like you know, it's like the, every once in a while you bring back the reunion, and it's so fun little to throw just throw back live episodes, right? Like, it, yeah, 
yeah, it's so fun for your table sometimes to step in as big baddies again and be like, oh yeah, we can just decimate things. Make not no pun intended. Yeah. Uh yeah. So I think these were great answers for us. I think you are the perfect person uh to uh talk about this because I know Russ, he does not have patience. Uh what? What? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, right? Like, yeah. has idea. Like, we once had a brainstorming session about this redonkulous idea. Redonkulous. And Russell fully implemented it, like, two weeks later. Like, fully. Like, I don't even think it was two weeks later. I think it was the next day. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, there was a lot to figure out with this crazy idea. But I was like, I just heard, I was like, he pulled the trigger. Yeah. Okay. You got to do it. Now we're in it. Now we got to figure it out. But, uh but all of those little things that you can that you can drop in, if you keep it within world and you want to work towards it, they're going to fill out your world and fill out, make it seem grander than the than the one railroad that you're on, right? Like you can bring in if the the big bad or however the story plays out is doing things over in another region of your world, you get start to get letters from messengers saying, "Oh, these attacks are happening," or "These things are happening," which your adventurers might just overhear in taverns or yep. get. Um, or, you know, get told from a, a higher up that they have dealings with. It just f- flushes it out. And so that they can see that beyond the beyond the point that they're working towards, there's something else in the world so that when they hit that that end goal, they can just keep going. Or in Russ's case, he was putting all these teasers in that then a new table started in the same world. But now working on those other things that you heard or they, they heard as players earlier now let's say one of your ideas you're like well so we've we've addressed i I don't know you may be like this is great but you may be like i talked about you may be like no they have to start as babies boom here's one way to do it let's say you were like no this was a fantasy world and now they need to be in space well i got in so much trouble with my partner eli because i took the end of time and other bothers to space i was like you know what i want to do it let's do it let's go to the moon uh so (laughs) uh, you know adventure zone did it right became sort of sci-fi-ish even though it was still in the fantasy worlds right so uh you can amalgamate any two ideas and often in a, it becomes something even richer and more cool. So uh, those are there. Or you could do something that Russ and I cannot talk about because I don't think either of us can do it. You could just build the world in a little binder and, and, and wait. Yeah. Uh, I can't do that. I, I have yet to successfully do that. And I keep trying. I know. And and all power to anyone who can do that. Um, I, I, I want to know who you are because I, I, I want to believe that that exists in the world because I'm not capable. Tell us your secrets. Start your own podcast. Please. Do uh, do the opposite of what Russ and Sean does. You can call it that. I'll give you the trademark on it. The op- that's a great that's a great podcast title. The opposite of what Sean and Russ does. Yeah. 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 It's not, it's grammatically not even grammatically correct. correct. No, exactly. <laughs> and that's, that's why it's so perfect. Uh, but right. yeah, uh, please tell us your secrets. Um, I think we nailed it. That's the best. Yeah. That's the best we can answer, Doreen. So I thank you so. so much for this question. Uh, I'm so glad to hear that you are running these campaigns and you are pushing ahead and you are just doing it and having fun. That's critical. Um, it sounds like you might not be having as much fun with the current campaign. So hopefully, one of these strategies will spark something uh, that you can grab onto and run with and start having fun again. Because it's really important, everyone. That is the DM and GM. You also have fun. You deserve to have fun. This is a game around a table with our friends. Please remember to have fun. Yeah. 
It's a game for everyone, DM and GM and players alike, trying to come together to create a cool story. You, you've got the rails and they're playing around it, but ultimately you have to work together to get to that ending. So hopefully that answered your question. If you have more questions, please send them to us, dm2gmcast at gmail.com. We're on Facebook and Twitter and also on Discord, where we have this growing, lush, vibrant community of people who have a lot of experience building worlds that we do not. Uh, So come join us over there. And until then, get your game started. And we need Lush as a sponsor. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. What kind of woman becomes a pirate? From the makers of Mockery Manor. Violent, insane, not at all comely, and they smell like a couple of dead badgers preserved in cheap rum. Comes an adventure on the high seas. Will you pay extra if I push a little harder? No, 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 please. I'm just a writer. I'm writing a book and I would like you to be in it. Inspired by the lives and loves of the pirates Anne Bonny and Mary Reed. You think you know me, Anne? Do you think I never got my hands dirty? Your mind's been so twisted, you think pirates deserve mercy. Did either of you ever meet Blackbeard? Everyone loves a rebel. They love to see him swing, too. Put your weapons away, both of you. Stop it! Reed! Reed! Oh, Anne and Mary! Or he'll hang like dogs! Starring Christina Bianco, Suze Kempner, Hamilton's Carl Queensborough, and more. Do they have tails? Somebody told me they have tails. Oh, I haven't seen a tail, your ladyship. The Ballad of Anne and Mary. Available now wherever you get podcasts.